Podcast, and welcome back to Ship of Fools, a nautical D&D actual play podcast. My name is Hannah McLean, and I am, as always, your dungeon master on this nautical adventure. Joining me today, I have Andy Latai. Finn Fisher. No, Lonnie Stevenson. Reagan Starkwitter. And Taylor Wallace. Malachi Kassir. Very good. Quite. Mm, <laughs> And we are back on the Lumluma Ocean here with episode 38. Aren't we indeed, yes. Yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> Capital. Uh, welcome to uh, episode 38 to our first episode in 2022. Um, thank you all for joining oh us my God. in the new year. Whoa. I know, right? Sci-fi year. I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Only 20 more years till Battlefield. Wow. And the countdown starts now, folks. All right. Did Blade Runner already happen? I think Blade Runner already happened. Wow, I missed That's it. That's for him to know and you to find out. <laughs> um, okay, let's do a little recap and then we can dive right in. So the party picked up last session uh, in Farian, the uh, island where Malachi was raised for most of his life. Um, you had gone to the uh, the smithy where uh, Mal- one of the women who raised Malachi, um, Shala, works as a blacksmith, uh, found her there with her wife, Mar, um, who you had come to collect uh, since she had apparently been discharged from the Lithiosian army after finding some information. You came to collect her before anything bad could happen, managed to get there really just in time, um, as just as you were kind of waiting outside to go in, uh, an assassin crept in the back and attempted to kill Mar. Um, Fortunately, you guys were able to intervene and stop the assassination before it could be successfully completed. You attempted to knock out the assassin, only to discover somewhat to your surprise that he died as soon as he was knocked out. Oops. (laughs) You uh, were able to identify him as a member of a kind of assassin's guild called the Gloomweavers um, that are known for being sort of hired assassins to take out very kind of specialized targets. Um, You communicated this to Shala and Mar and told them that you needed to leave the island, which they seemed to agree to. Um, So when we left off, uh, you guys were going to uh, head back to Shala and Mar's house to kind of grab a few things that they might need if they're going to be gone from home for God knows how long. Um, And then I believe you were planning to leave directly from here, although I suppose that probably hadn't been fully settled yet. Um, So where we pick up, uh, you guys have collected what you need from the smithy. You've gotten rid of the assassin's body um, after taking kind of anything of interest from it. Shala has packed up a few of her tools and kind of like specialized things that she needed from the forge. Um, and she sort of locks the door. Although I suppose I, the door got sort of <laughs> broken um, in the process of the rescue mission. So she sort of. Uh, Is there a front and a back door? <laughs> Yeah, well, there's a back door. That's how the assassin got in. So um, locks up as well we as can she lock can. Lock one at least. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, can I have found ten minutes during that to resummon Nurgle? Yes, I will say that the whole kind of like packing nice. up process uh, took about ten minutes. While you were gabbing with the moms, you exactly. <laughs> yeah. Listen, there's someone who I really want you two to meet. You're gonna love him. Uh, yeah, Nurgle reappears and kind of like looks around somewhat frantically um, and then sort of like nuzzles his head into you, Finn. Oh, 
Cool. Uh, you guys head through the streets of Farian. Um, it is continues to be a very kind of like lovely town. Um, you're definitely uh, drawing some looks as you're walking. Um, first and foremost, because everybody is covered in blood. Everyone was taking some hits there um, and is definitely like Mar and Malachi in particular are kind of very much blood soaked. Um, and so that's sort of drawing the initial attention to you. And then you're definitely seeing. Kind I actually of like... don't think I took any damage in that <laughs> yeah. whole thing. So Finn looks fine, Ooh, uh, but also. What happened to you guys? <laughs> you guys also, Reagan and Finn are strangers in town, which you can see is sort of like drawing some attention, um, but not as much as you're definitely hearing as you walk past. People are going like, is that, is that Malachi Kassir? Is that, is he? Fuck. <laughs> Um, definitely these, like, whispers back and forth. Um, Shala and Mar sort of, like, wave, and Mar a couple times is like, it's fine, everything's fine, little, um, accident, um, <laughs> to the people as they sort of pass, which nobody is buying, um, but nobody, you, you kind of manage to hurry and project enough of a sense of people who have somewhere to be that nobody, like, stops you or anything like that. After a little bit of a walk, you make your way to a very kind of cute wait yes do we walk past tax house um yeah you walk past tax house it is quiet and like closed up looks like no one's been there for a while i kind of paused by it for a second shala's like yeah he's on the front with the army hasn't been home in a few months all right i just nod then and keep walking okay you make your way to a a very kind of like cute and well-kept house. Um, there's like some flower beds out front. Um, it's it's not very big, although it is bigger than like Finn's parents' house. Um, Most are. Yeah. Um, and is more more inland. Um, Farian in general is less, like obviously the sea is right there. It continues to be an island, but like there's <laughs> less stuff like built directly on the beach than in places like yeah. Gillsbury. I feel so sorry for all of you. <laughs> I don't want to find out what happens when it ceases being an island. <laughs> God forbid. You know, when the sea swallows the land. Yeah, exactly. Of course. <laughs> We've been over That's this. true. Someday island will be an outdated concept. <laughs> um, you kind of unlock the door. Mar unlocks the door and lets you all inside. Um, you see a very kind of like tidy and a little bit like austere house like it's very like things are kind of like kept pretty neatly and like there aren't a lot of just kind of like extraneous possessions um you see that there's like a cat dozing on a chair like one of the chairs that's around the kitchen table you can see there's four chairs around the table but it's pretty clear that only two of them are like regularly used um you see that uh shala and mar kind of like start gathering stuff together they're very like kind of like okay it's go time let's get ready to move um you also see that they were sort of like half packed up already as if they were maybe half expecting to have to move quickly there's stuff that's sort of like already in bags and like i kind of said they don't seem to have just like a ton of like random items around everything is kind of very like intentional in this house you see shala picks up the cat and kind of like scratches him behind his ears and is like, I'm going to go ask the neighbors to take Prowl 
for a while. Because um, we don't know when we'll be back. Re- Reagan, Reagan does grabby hands. Malachi <laughs> picks Prowl up. Mm-hmm. I don't think we should tell your neighbors that you're leaving. Well, what are we going to do with the cat, Malachi? I take Prowl from Malachi. No, and you I go, do not. <laughs> I go, you, you, you help your mom. I keep hold of my cat. <laughs> you help your moms carry stuff. I will hold the cat. I'm holding the fucking cat. God. <laughs> I look at Shala and Mar and like put my hands on my hip and cock my head and smile. <laughs> Does Prowl remember me? Uh, yes. Um, he kind of like nuzzles his little head. He's like, he was pretty young last time you saw him and now he's definitely like an older cat. Um, maybe like a little bit of white fur around the muzzle. Aww. But he's sort of like meows and kind of like nuzzles his head into you. I scratch his head a little bit. Shala kind of throws up her hands and she's like, what, we just bring him with? Yes. Like a ship's cat? Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. That feels dangerous. Yep. Okay, okay, no, that's okay, a- okay, okay. It's a very good thing. She surrenders pretty quickly. Also, hi, I'm Reagan. I don't remember if I... Hi, I think we were briefly introduced. I'm Shala. Nice to meet you. Thanks for helping nice to, to save you. my life and my wife's life. Yeah, um, for sure. I'm sure Always will... happy to help save a wife. Uh, life. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> Malachite, do you walk back or do you let the others walk back to what was your room when you lived here? Uh, <laughs> I think I kind of will like follow them around a little bit as like, like I'm keeping an eye on them, like sort of like checking around corners and out windows, but I'm mm-hmm. not leading the way anywhere. Okay. Hey, which room is yours, Malachi? I mean, th- there's nothing in there that we need to grab. Oh yeah, I just want to see it for fun reasons. Um, Shala points to a door. Do you sleep in a rock polisher? <laughs> I glare at Finn. <laughs> um, Finn, do you open the door? Yeah. You open the door into a... Well, I guess, Taylor, is there anything... Um, Andy, I didn't think about my damn room. <laughs> no, I didn't. I should. All right, there doesn't have to be anything interesting <laughs> I in it. Should have mentioned. I mean, it, to it's, you. it could just be a room. It's the room of a seventeen-year-old boy. I don't know. Yeah. Oh god, it smells oh, god. so bad. Why is it all sticky in here, Malachi? Whoa, Malachi <laughs> of a clean seventeen-year-old boy, but a seventeen-year-old boy nonetheless. Yeah. Ah. Uh, oh, Malachi, I didn't even know you liked women. It what? isn't. What are you talking about? Yeah, you own a lot of swimsuit editions. <laughs> that sure is Pamela Anderson. <laughs> what? I look at my mom's. Have you been redecorating my room? <laughs> yeah. It's true that the room isn't the sort of thing where it's, like, been completely untouched over the years. There's definitely, like, there's some, like, boxes that are stacked in the corner, and it looks like an old chair got moved in here when, like, they got a new chair and stuff like that. Um, But there is definitely still, like, Malachi's bed um, that you slept in is still in there. Kind of, like, anything that you didn't take with you when you went to the front um, is kind of still in here. Wow. Wow, Malachi, I didn't know you wrote poetry. Reagan, look at this. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're looking at. I didn't go to bench school. <laughs> Reagan wolf whistles. I can't wolf whistle, but Reagan does. <laughs> um, I look around my little chest of drawers and under my bed to see if there's anything sketchy. Um, make an investigation check. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to appear detached from this all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found this sock. Seems to be haunted because it's standing straight up. Let's say 
an eight. <laughs> an eight. Um, you kind of like look around like you're casing the room for assassins, like you've been casing the entire house for assassins. Um, you haven't found any, and you continue to kind of not find any in here, but you do find like under your bed, kind of like crumpled up is a like piece of paper that was like, like a, a letter that you were writing as a sort of a, a letter that you were going to write to your grandfather when he was kind of like out before you mm. officially joined the militia um, when he was sort of like, and he would get sent, especially when you first joined, you were always stationed much closer to Farian, whereas your grandfather tended to be out more. And you find a letter that you'd been writing, but had ended up not sending. Well, I mean, when I first joined, everything was on Farian. Mm -hmm. But even like, in the, the like last few years that you lived here, when your grandfather started being out more and more, yeah, you find a, a letter that you intended to write, send to him but never had. I pull it out and I put it in the, the little trash. <laughs> um, you guys all kind of like collect Shala and Mar's stuff, collect the cat, <laughs> um, and yeah, Hannah, we're bringing the cat. Yeah, you sure are. <laughs> I didn't see this coming, but... I don't know how you didn't... Now, Nurgle, play nice, okay? Uh, Nurgle appears scared of the cat. He is, like, hiding, like, on the back of Finn's uh, neck, and, like, his feathers are all puffed up. All right, all right, just don't get too zany about it, okay? The second I see a giant hammer, you are going in timeout. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know, it feels like it could be like a Tom and Jerry situation. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cats like to eat birds. So you guys collect the bombs and the cat and you make your way kind of back out into Farian. I think kind of as as you go to leave, Shala kind of like puts up her hand. I kind of pause in the doorway. Yeah, and she's like, now we're sure we don't want to spend the night here. We definitely want to just get out of here. We're not. We can't stay. Okay, yeah. Seems... Like, there could be, you know, assassins in any corner. Is there something? No, no, it's all right. Let's, let's go. She kind of, you see, she's sort of, like, lingering, too. Um, and kind of, like, pauses with her hand, like, on the door frame for a second before she kind of, like, pats it and, like, puts her arm around Mar and walks out. I also am going to take this moment to cast Mage Armor on myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> Love to know that. Just in case. Andy's afraid of moms. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm, I don't, maybe this is something they've already grabbed, but anything you have relating to the military, even remotely, you should bring. Okay. They sort of like, Mar kind of like pauses and like looks at you for a second. And then she sort of like nods and goes back. It seems like she, they already had grabbed sort of like some of the most important stuff. Um, and she grabbed like her like formal uniform. But you see her kind of like go back and go through the desk and grab like a few more like stacks of like journals and notes mm -hmm. and stuff like that and kind of like packs it all up um at this point you guys are definitely having to help carry because it's just kind of like too much stuff yeah. for even two strong people to carry and you yeah malika help your moms carry stuff i'll <laughs> hold on to the cat <laughs> I, I i place the cat on my shoulder and pick up the bags of stuff with my hands <laughs> i've got some stuff in my mage hand wow and you guys make your way out of the house and back out into Farian. Do you want to, so question, do you want to sort of like 
take the most direct route back to the water, like through town, or if you'd like to kind of like skirt around the edge of town and avoid possibly like interactions with people, you can do that as well. But it'll take a little longer and involves kind of going closer to the woods. I'm pro woods. I prefer that. Yeah. Okay. Also, can you just remind me, Hannah, how much strength uh, people lost? Mar didn't lose any, right? It was just Shala? It was just Shala. Shala lost four. She was pretty strong already, so she's not like, like, I'm sure she's still stronger than Finn is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But- Most are. um, She definitely is like unsettled by it. And you can tell she's like a little bit shaky um, as she's like used to. She goes to like pick up a bunch of bags and then kind of like can't lift them all. And Mar comes over and like takes one. Okay, we'll figure that out on the ship. Cool. I've been cursed. <laughs> cool. Um, you guys kind of make your way around the edge of town. Um, you see the woods are, like I said, Malachi, they're sparser than you remember them being. Mm-hmm. And you don't see kind of any like animals or anything like that. Whereas like it might have been normal to see like a deer yeah. or honestly... I don't know what other kind of animals are native to Farian, um, but you, you're kind of noticing the, like, lack of wildlife. Yeah. But you sort of, by making your way around the edge of the town, um, you manage to avoid anybody spotting you. Mm-hmm. It is pretty dark by the time you reach the shore. It has been, like, you guys were already arriving at Farian fairly late, um, and it is, like, by this point, night has fallen um, as you kind of, like, go to the edge of the dock and take your rowboat out to where you can put Matt Black in the water. Um, (laughs) uh, Shala and Mar are kind of, like, uh, Hey, Mom. (laughs) Yeah, as you approach the dock, Shala's like, so, ship? Tell me, tell me, are you a betting woman? Yes. (sighs) I'll bet you I can just make a ship appear. Okay. I believe you. Oh, well, then this is going to be no fun. Solstice! (laughs) (laughs) Um, Does the cat try and jump off the robot? (laughs) They're both, like, very impressed as you make a ship appear out of uh, a tiny ship. It's still kind of stunning to watch, even if you do believe that your son's new friends are capable of great feats of magic. I've got to remember to look less powerful before I do that. (laughs) Yeah. You guys climb onto the ship. Try being less strong, Finn. (laughs) You finally put the cat down and you start to sail away. You set your course. So I assume you set your course back toward HQ. Yeah, right. That's the plan. Yeah. You set your course back toward HQ and start to kind of sail away. Um, as this sort of like happens um, and kind of there's no no sign of anything coming after you and you've sort of made it out of Farian. Yeah, I was going to say, are there any ships on the horizon? <laughs> uh, go ahead and make a perception check. I will also do that because I'm the captain. Mm-hmm. I only got a tent. Hey. <laughs> I am. I drive the boat. I got a five. Does the captain normally drive the boat? Not necessarily. That's fine. Whatever. <laughs> I drive the boat. <laughs> uh, I also want to put out a, a telepathic call to fish in the area uh-huh. and just be like, hey, anything suspicious happened in the past couple hours? Hey. I got a six. Wow, guys. Um, 
Yeah, it's dark. You definitely like can't see that far. However, the fish kind of beam back to you just like, hey, well, a ship appeared out of nowhere onto the water. Whoa, really? Yeah. That must be the work of a very powerful magic user. Oh, I bet it is. Do you know them? <laughs> Let's just say we're very close. Wow, tell them I say hi. Hi. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> but you guys don't kind of spot anything immediately suspicious as you're just sort of sailing away from the island. Um, you see Shala and Mar kind of like look back and watch as the lights of it sort of recede behind you. Um, and then Shala turns around and looks at Malachi and is like, okay, hi, what the hell? Where have you been? <laughs> Malachi looks behind him. <laughs> yeah, you, you, Malachi. <laughs> Regan just is like, thumbs up, you got this. <laughs> where have you been? And perhaps more pressingly, where are we going? Like, where, where okay, so, okay, so. Okay, no, no. <sighs> First of all, you're going to tell me why someone just tried to kill you. I'm looking at Mar. Mm-hmm. Mar sort of, by this point, she's sunk down on one of the, like, crates that you guys have on the, um, deck and she's sort of like resting her forearms on her legs um she's still pretty she got healed but she's certainly not at like full strength yet and you see her still kind of like rubbing the wound in her center where she got stabbed straight through by this shadow spear she sort of (sighs) exhales and is like well i would guess it has to do with some information that i happened upon about some rather unsavory practices that I believe the Lithiosian military is collaborating with and benefiting from. Um, I intercepted a communication that I wasn't meant to see and could not, did not wish to simply sit by and do nothing about it. Um, (laughs) But I may have put my trust in the wrong people. Malachi and I think a little bit. Maybe someone wanted to make sure that I wasn't going to keep talking about it, is what I can assume. Were you talking about it? I... I was. Um, she, like, looks over at Shala, um, who kind of, like, is pacing a little bit um, kind of toward the front of the ship, her arms like crossed across her chest. Mar sort of looks at you and is like, have you heard of a a scientist named Dr. Retfall? Oh, come on! <laughs> <get> <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Um, Why is he so obsessed with me? <laughs> yeah, we've we've heard of him. We are very well acquainted. (laughs) Um, She sort of like looks back and forth between all of you and is like, okay, so, so let me back up a bit. I, in the years since you disappeared, um, I have not been on the front lines of this war for the entirety of it. I was stationed back at Farian for most of these years, sort of protecting protecting our village from 
pirates and marauders and monsters, the sort of thing that our militia was originally created to guard against. Um, what do you call against pirates? Don't answer that. Sorry, keep talking. <laughs> um, but I, that's where I've been for most of these three years. Um, however, about half a year, a little more than half a year ago, my father, um, who had been out from Farian, um, his company, the militia, the, the bulk of Farian's militia, um, has been up on the northern front. And they, uh, I received a communication from my father asking me to come and serve alongside him, which I agreed to do. So I left Farian and went out to the war proper. Um, Tack was there. Tack's been with that unit of the militia uh, for most of the time, along with General Lehman. Um, I reunited with the two of them and joined my father's forces again. A, a few months after I had been uh, with the militia, I happened upon, I say I happened upon, it was truly I was not looking for it, I did not know what I, I did not have cause to suspect. Well, mm, I was not looking for it. Um, and my father asked me to go into the command tent to uh, retrieve something for him. He said to collect it from the right of his desk, and I misheard and went to the left of his desk and wound up receiving a letter um, that was addressed to General Neiman um, that detailed the arrival of some new weaponry from a man named Dr. Retval. Um, he had been supplying the forces with arcane cannons um, and other sorts of magical instruments of war. Our Farian's militia, of course, is not trained or used to working with anything like this, but we were adjusting. Um, and in this letter, there were a few more details about some of where this power came from, um, which she like, she's like, from your horrified reactions at his name, I think you maybe know some of already, but essentially that he has been... Uh, holding people prisoner and extracting magic from them um, in order to create these arcane weapons. So he has been successful. I've seen the weapons for myself. They're, I mean, they're like cannons, but they work far more powerfully and uh, destructively than normal weaponry does um yeah they do i'm flexing <laughs> i very tentatively high five Reagan. <laughs> yeah i know i don't know how i feel about to see that i'm trying to turn it into a positive thing <laughs> okay that's good that's good um mark says so what the what the letter um mentioned um was the that the the new weapons that were arriving would make it possible to um possible to launch a more um successful attack on 
particularly Erebrer's magical defenses. Um, Erebrer is a kingdom with a lot of um, druids and other types of, of magical warriors with them, and they, they have a magical barrier that has made it difficult for, um, difficult for Lithios's forces to break through. Supposedly, Retval's weaponry would help break through some of some of those magical defenses that um, normal warfare had been having a hard time penetrating. <laughs> and um, breaking through those forces is why you went up to join him, though, isn't it? It is. Uh, so this learning that in particular was not um, not necessarily surprising. We'd heard that people were working on. Um, We'd heard that there was a solution to the magical barrier problem on the way. What disturbed me were some of the details about the the people who Retfall was imprisoning and killing and extracting magic from. So I brought the letter. I, I raised my concerns with General Neiman. I told him, I asked him if he knew, I asked him what he what he could do about it if if he was really just okay with this and he told me that it was none of my concern and I should let the matter drop and when I said I had no intention of letting the matter drop he discharged me from the army and sent me home I I believe it may have been a misguided attempt to I don't know, protect me, especially now that I see the consequence of trying to push on this matter any further. But so I went home, I spoke with Shala, we collected our thoughts, and I sent a series of letters out to other people that I know in the military, other other contacts that I have besides General Neiman. And could you, could you name those? Do you have the list? Certainly, I know exactly who I sent the letters to. It was people that I thought I could trust, but evidently at least one of those, at least one of those gambles was incorrect because someone was sent to get rid of me. So that's, that's what I found. Is there a chance the other people you sent those letters to are in danger as well? She considers this and she's like, I wouldn't think so. It was General Leamont, um, Sergeant Winters, and Admiral Harkin were the three that I sent letters to. Um, my Arrakis. They're all... My dear. <laughs> <laughs> what, did I, have I accidentally referenced something again? Sort of. Phonetically similar. Okay, good. I can, deal with, I can deal with phonetically similar. <laughs> um... I was with you, Andrew, don't worry. Malachi, you probably recognize all three of those names as, like, people who would have been sort of, like, around. And, like, Mar says, kind of, like, people that she worked with who she presumably would have trusted, some of Neiman's friends as well. And if it wasn't intercepted, presumably one of those three sold her out? Presumably. Or... Or Grandpa. It could have been General Neiman. Yeah. Yeah. You'd know that they are all sort of, like, especially... uh General Leamont and Admiral Harkin would be tricky to just get rid of. What would probably happen would be less of an assassin in the night and more of a, oh no, they died in battle 
conveniently yeah. yeah would be kind of what you're looking at with sort of with all three of them mm-hmm. a fatal golf accident yeah so mars like i i would hope not i would hope that there i didn't receive responses from any of them and these mm-hmm. i only sent these letters out relatively recently and correspondence can be slow but well and apparently word of your your discharge has already reached the capital so if they're smart they'll get rid of it hopefully i i didn't i didn't know what to expect but i didn't expect that the um being stabbed nobody ever does yeah sometimes you get stabbed by someone you wouldn't even think would do it <laughs> <laughs> but anyways what oh you're talking about me <laughs> Yeah! <laughs> Who else have I been Finn, stabbed I t- by? Finn, I told you I was going to do it. <laughs> I thought you were kidding. <laughs> we were in a zone of truth. How would I be kidding? I don't know. <laughs> looks are kind of bounced between the two of you. I turn back to Shaw and Mar, like, I'm fine, though. I'm fine. <laughs> you, no lasting damage. You look fine, yeah. It was immediately fixed. I don't know why you're still mad about it. <laughs> Uh, none of what Mar says surprises Shala. She's clearly already kind of heard this yeah. story and they've talked it over. Um, but as Mar finishes, she's kind of like, so where where are we going? We are going to somewhere where you will have protection from most anyone coming after you for now. Um, and I, I don't know that I can tell you where. Why not? Reagan, Reagan, do you have the chloroform ready? <laughs> this is, Shala is like visibly frustrated and she's kind of like, she's a, she's a pretty intense person generally. Um, and she's clearly not a fan of anything that's happening right now. What, she's in the military and she's never heard of a need to know basis before? <laughs> <laughs> well, also, how's it going to be a need to know basis if they're about to know on account of being there. Oh, well, but we could like put bags over their heads or something so they don't know oh, okay, where exactly okay. they are. We're not going to bag their heads. That's right. But... We probably use magic to do it. <laughs> it's need to know right now. Shala sort of like runs her hands through her hair and is like about to say something else, clearly very frustrated and Mar kind of like puts out a hand and is like okay, okay. We everyone needs rest. How long will it take us to get to this location? Hannah? Uh, I tell them. About two days. You'll probably get there. You'll sail through the night and then sail through tomorrow and tomorrow night and then get there like the morning after. Um, yeah. We should, we should all, I can show you where you can sleep. Um, don't suppose either of you knows anything about whatever those shadows were doing with the sapping strength. (sighs) Yeah, I... I wish I knew more. Um, Shala kind of like rubs her arms. Um, anybody who wants can make me a, I will let this be nature or medicine. I will try a nature check then. That's a five. 19. Hey. 16. Okay. Um, nature or medicine, Finn? Uh, nature. Mine is also nature, yeah. Cool. So Malachi and Finn, um, you guys have both kind of like come across. Um, shadows are like, are known monsters that exist um, and sort of like are summoned from the summoned from the darkest reaches of 
planes like Shadowfell that kind of connect to the Lunluma Ocean at various points. Um, they uh, can kind of be like magically um, gotten to work with you, um, similar to summoning like a demon or something like that. This is all unhelpful lore. The relevant piece of information um, is that you think probably with some rest, it'll go away. This isn't like what Lizzie did to you, where you like needed a god's help. Um, you think kind of okay. probably if they if they can sleep it off, they should recover. Sweet. I I show them to Solaris's bedroom. Okay. <gasps> the master suite. <laughs> When you get a wife, Finn, you can have the master suite. <laughs> ah, I can do other things then, too. I cover... No, I don't cover my mom's ears. <laughs> yeah. I cover can, Finn's mouth. <laughs> you can play backgammon all night long. Exactly. Mar sort of, like, looks at you, um, kind of as you go to, like, walk away, and she's like, we should talk in the morning. I think... Once everyone's gotten to relax a little bit um, and is no longer feeling lightheaded from very nearly dying, I, I, I would like to know just that you're all right. We can talk in the morning. Uh, Malachi nods his bloody head. <laughs> Malachi nods and the three of you kind of like peel off. Away. By the As way, the if shut. you need to use the bathroom, <laughs> let's just say you've got quite the surprise in store. <laughs> the door is already shut. God, Malachi is so recalcitrant. <laughs> Recalcified. Ha. Malachi scrapes some salt from his knuckles into his soup. <laughs> Where'd you get soup? <laughs> I thought we were out. Um, you guys restocked up on rations. Okay. <laughs> so you guys can... Long rest. I I squeeze Reagan's bicep and I'm like, flex for a second. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, you, you need a I prepare Reagan some special sleepy time tea. Wow. For once I accept it without question. <laughs> I use my mage hand to dip a teacup into the ocean and just drink some salt oh. water. Oh horrible. <laughs> I wipe all of my blood off before I go to bed. Cool. You guys all get some rest. Um, you can go ahead and mechanically long rest. Ooh, that feels so much better. <laughs> oh, I missed you, 75. So you guys get in your long rest. Um, your dreams are the same as they always are, which is maybe troubled for some of you, maybe peaceful for others, um, but are not abnormal <gasps> in any me, way. Me, 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 me. Nothing remarkable. Me, 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 yeah, me, I don't know why I'm specifying that there's nothing remarkable, but there's nothing remarkable. Um, because there so often is. <laughs> still no sendings. Um, you guys wake up um, and you sort of, everybody kind of gathers on the deck for breakfast. Um, I've prepared so many muffins. <laughs> Malachi has I was a slaving away in the kitchen all morning. I've been up since muffins. five. <laughs> <laughs> He's in. Is Malachi in a better or worse mood for having cooked a bunch of muffins? Malachi was just making muffins. He was concentrating on that. <laughs> wow. Well, I'll tell you, Finn is in a better mood now that Malachi's made all these muffins. This is great. Um, Shala and Mar come out of the room where they've been sleeping. I tell Finn his are vegan. Wow. What? <laughs> so they don't have fish. Malachi, I'm not vegan. <laughs> wait. Wait. <laughs> Do you often have muffins with meat in them? <laughs> 
Hey, Malachon never specified what kind of eggs he was using. <laughs> oh, I guess eggs aren't yeah. vegan. Yeah. No, I Malachi, don't. do you think I'm vegan? Well, I love to eat land animals. <laughs> you know, fish lay eggs too, right, Finn? I don't think you can use. There are no animals. The import. There are no animals in these muffins. <laughs> okay, I was assuming that. <laughs> Oh, okay. and Mark. I inspect out. my muffins carefully as I eat them. <laughs> There's no trace of any sort of meat or fish, but you know you, there you are haven't Reagan's. been inspecting the other. <laughs> yeah, meat muffin. Ew. That's what they called me in basic. Well, I guess it's basically like a meat pie. That probably wouldn't be that bad. <laughs> Reagan, you went through basic training. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um. Shala and Mark come out of the, like, cabin where they've been asleep, um, and look significantly better. Um, they, Shala looks uh, kind of back to her normal strong <laughs> self. Um, Mar looks, no longer looks like a woman who was nearly murdered earlier in the night. And they kind of, like, look at the spread of muffins, and Shala, like, picks one up and sniffs it, and is like, is there meat in this? Oh, no. sorry, that's mine. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Um, they select the muffins that don't have meat in them and eat them. And, uh, Mar kind of, like, bites into one and looks at you and is like, Wow, your baking has improved. It's the same recipe I always use. Yeah, but there's, like, a... I don't know, maybe I just haven't had one in a while. <laughs> I feel like there's a kind of... Do you still put cinnamon in them like Tack taught you? The world holds its breath. <laughs> Malachi blushes. And he says, he told me it was a secret. <laughs> Secret, <laughs> secret recipe. She laughs um, and kind of like winks, and you guys sort of settle down for breakfast. Um, after a little bit, um, Mar kind of like looks around at all of you and goes, "Okay, so you and I understand things being on a need-to-know basis. Although, frankly, things being on that need-to-know basis is kind of exactly how I ended up here because." Ironic, isn't it? My father didn't want me to be looking into this. Malachi snorts anymore. again. <laughs> um, she sort of like raises an eyebrow and she's like, okay, but you somehow knew that I was potentially in danger and that was why you came, or was it just a coincidental timing? Uh, I look at them. I mean, a, a little of both. Yeah, we knew we knew you're in danger. We didn't know you were in danger like right that second. Right. Okay, so you know, fortune of the gods there. Um, Caleb made some insinuations. Oh, Caleb Crevitas. Yeah. Yes, I heard that he got promoted. Um, she like rolls Malachi her eyes. laughs out loud. Yeah. No. <laughs> she rolls her eyes, and Shala kind of like snorts. And is like, yeah, needed another, needed somebody else who was uh, loyal to him, I guess. And there's sort of like a, a little bit of kind of a look <sighs> between them. Uh, Mar sort of pulls out of her pocket um, and is like, well, I thought you'd be interested to see what exactly it was that I found. Um, I didn't take the original, but I did um, before I... Before I went to my father with it, I thought to um, make a copy, and the copy is what I have. And she sort of sets on the breakfast table between you um, a kind of letter, and then beside it a small drawn map. Um, the map kind of draws your attention as you see that there is a 
island marked on it and a sort of like dotted line leading from that island kind of up to an area um like north north of Faria, north of the mainland of lithios up kind of near Erebrare. um and mar points at it and she's like this is this was with the letter and it showed where we were expecting the shipment to come from um so uh-huh. I hand the map to Reagan. Yeah. I eat it. <laughs> no, Reagan, we need that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I want you to look at it because you wanted to know. <laughs> He's too much of a loose cannon, damn it. <laughs> well, luckily not. There is an island marked kind of like out out um, a bit into the Sea of Storms, like sort of uh, a, a little bit away from the Western Sea and into the Sea of Storms. And it may be like it's decently far away although not super far it's maybe like six days sailing from where you guys are right now and would probably be like five days sailing from hq the letter if any of you look at it is just kind of addressed to general neiman and is basically just telling him when to expect um the expect the shipment of the next shipment of weapons and hopefully the kind of like prototype of something that can break through Erebrer's magic shields. Um, the kind of like references, you kind of get the sense that Mar like inferred and like figured out what was happening with sorcerers based on there's kind of like a throwaway line in there that is about like Retval has received new subjects and is working on extracting the magic inherent to their blood. Uh, but from just kind of like the language it's written in, it's like there's plausible deniability to it basically. But like if you are, if if you kind of have picked up on what they're talking about, it's also pretty clear. She sort of like lays these things on the table and she's like, so that's what I almost got killed for. Um, Is, is the letter signed by Retfall? Um, it is not. It is signed by a, um... Executive assistant to chief executive officer. It's like, kinda, yeah. It's like, okay. um, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna make them a sergeant. Oh, well, this is a copy anyways, you said. Yes, this is a copy that Mar made. Make them a private, Damn. because I think privates are funny. No. NVM. <laughs> I was gonna see if the adventurer could scry on him, that's why. Oh. It is signed by a sergeant George Hills. And wow, I hate him. It is kind of like basically detailing like what a bizarre exotic name. This is how <laughs> he's gotten. <laughs> you got to throw a normal one in there sometimes, like Caleb. Um, wow, this guy must be a fucker. It is like a. This is what we've gotten from the doctor. Um, this is mm. this is what yeah. he says. There's like quotes from Retval in there. Gotcha. Quotes from Retval include, "I'm a little pee pee poo poo boy." Nope. Um, Mar sort of like leans on the table and like looks at you guys and is like, so does this mean anything more to you than it did to us? I mean, does it? Is it? It's just basically confirming what we knew he was doing, right? Nothing revelatory. Not really. Yeah, it's basically confirming what you knew and some of the details about the weapons yeah. and the, the location of the facility are the most kind right. of new pieces of information here. Yeah, no, they, that's pretty big because we, yeah. uh, we've been uh, looking to have some people there that for... we need to pick up. Oh, yeah. Now we know where to go, Reagan. And I will be. Uh, maybe we shouldn't be just saying everything that's Dude, going on. but It's your moms. <laughs> if I can't trust them, I can't trust anybody. Well, you can't. So I'm right. Mar. Oh God, this is gonna set him back weeks. Mar sits up and kind of like 
she and Shala like exchange a glance and Mar like looks kind of very directly at you, Malachi, and is like, did you, you know, when we heard you were alive, there was, there were a lot of things that went through my head. I mean, joy and relief, first of all, that the son that I had assumed had been killed and fell into the ocean was alive and safe enough to be checking into a resort. And I... That sure was the way they found out I was alive. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> sure is. <laughs> but also a lot of confusion, a lot of wondering what happened to you if you'd been taken prisoner, if you'd, um, if you'd been injured, if you'd been the victim of some sort of magical accident of some sort. I don't know what I expected when I saw you again, but I don't think... <sighs> well, this is... Sorry, I'm not what you expected to see, but... I wondered if we'd done something to drive you away, and I think perhaps that wondering was right? More like what you didn't do, but... You're here now, so I guess that's something. Did you find out something like this? She puts her finger down on the map. She's like, did you learn something or come across something? Something like this? No, but it wasn't... You found this going up to join Grandpa at the front of Erebrer. You're... We're soldiers, Malachi. But what... (laughs) Fighting for what? For Lithios? Fighting for Farian. How is invading Erebrer fighting for Farian? No, that's what I thought I signed up for, sure. You're angry at the way that... Angry at the way that Farian's militia was co-opted by Lithios. Do you remember... partly that, yes. Do you remember when we... Shortly after you joined, it was like... You, you joined the militia when you were 16, and when you were 17 or 18, I, I don't remember exactly, but that summer, there was... Grandpa was home, and there was... Lithios made it very clear to the leaders of Farian that our militia was being absorbed into the military, our, our freestanding militia she sort of at this point is like explaining to reagan and finn a little bit too um she's like that what what had been a force dedicated to protecting farian was going to be absorbed into the lithios military which was a culmination of a slow process of more and more presence in our on our island than anyone wanted but it was made very clear that the choice was to allow ourselves to join or to have the militia be dissolved entirely, leaving Farian vulnerable to attacks from monsters from the sea or pirates and marauders or potentially there were implications of even worse consequences potentially being metered out against the island if we didn't do as they said. And so the decision was made by the council that Farian would continue to act as part of Lithios, and that involves sending our soldiers to fight in their wars. I 
I don't like it either. I wanted to protect my home, but it was... That was what had to be done to protect my home. You said that your father asked you to come up to Erebrer, and you just went. Yes, he's a general in the army besides my father. A general, my general, my commanding officer asked me to come up to what, the Was it a request or a command? You know how these things are with him. It was a bit of both. I, I just don't know why, why you're okay with that, and this is... This is the final straw. There has to be a final straw somewhere. You have to draw a line in the sand somewhere. The people in Erebrer are going to be killed and manipulated just as much as the people Redfall is using at this facility. For even less of a discernible end. So what did you do, Malachi? You... You disappeared off the face of the earth and that helped somehow? <sighs> that fixed things? I'm working on it. But at least, at least when I realized that what we were doing, that what you let me do was wrong, I left. She sits back and sort of like puts her hands in her lap and sort of like looks down at the edge of the table. And you see her, like, she's very, her posture is very straight and, like, controlled and um, formal, almost, which it, it always is. She, like, rarely relaxes completely. Um, Shala is uncharacteristically quiet, kind of looking back and forth between the two of you. And I think at this point, she sort of speaks up and she's like, I've made weapons that have helped our soldiers, that have helped our people defend our home, but that have also helped them inflict pain on others. And I know that, but I, my job is to make the weapons. I don't, the question of, of, of whether Farian should have put up more of a resistance against Lithios, or of whether all of us, whether Mar and her father and you should have left behind everything that the Neiman name was originally built on to, I don't know, to, to disappear because we, in an attempt to make sure that Farian stayed protected, gave into what the Empire, to what Lithios wanted, it was, an, it was an impossible situation with no good answers. Sometimes you have to make your own answers in those situations. I understand. God knows I saw it on the other islands that we were sent to. What might happen to an island that didn't comply. But that realization It wasn't some letter I found on a desk. When I realized that that's what was happening, I didn't keep going along with it just because I was, because I wanted to keep my house safe. I, I can admit that when I left, it wasn't 
It wasn't some great action that I took. That I didn't fix anything by just disappearing. But at least I wasn't staying and contributing more. So what you're doing now is fixing things? I'm trying to. I understand that it's harder to take responsibility for what you know is going on than it is to just continue taking your orders and feeling guilt about it, but... But there are, there are ripple effects and there are consequences. I... Malachi, I'm not saying that I have always done the right thing. I'm sure that my actions have caused people harm and that... Finding out... When I... When I went up to join my father's forces in Erebrer, he was... different than I remembered him. He was... harder and harsher and more... more of a war man and more of a... even more of a soldier than I remembered him being my whole life. And I... Like I said, I wasn't looking for it, but that's not to say that I didn't have my doubts already. And this was... She kind of like puts her hand over the, the letter and she's like, The thing about... The thing about drawing magic from people and killing them is that it is... Very... Drastic and easy to see the cruelty of it, and it is easy to deal with. This, I don't know, you and whatever, what I have to assume are revolutionaries that you are working with are going to presumably... Who, me? <laughs> are going to presumably go and burn this place to the ground, and I would be happy to hear that you're able to do that. But the question of, of something like that versus me potentially like I said we were just trying to protect Farian. I you don't have to agree with it but I hope you at least understand it so the crime is has to be more visible for it to be worth fighting against things that could be worth fighting against can be hard to fight against without getting but you weren't even more people hurt what were you doing I trusted you and you just <laughs> You knew. And you let me do it. You were a soldier. I did not sign up to be a soldier of that. And I didn't think that you would have either. Malachi stands up and walks away. <laughs> As Malachi kind of stands up and walks away, you guys see Mar's posture go, like, from concerned mother kind of back into soldier a little bit. Her posture somehow gets even straighter, and she just sort of looks at her half-finished muffin on the table in front of her. And sort of, like, looks over at Shala, and Shala kind of, like, puts her head in her hands. Um, both of them are clearly kind of, like, 
troubled by this and a little bit frustrated by this. And there's, I mean, not a small amount of guilt there as well as they're sort of either questioning or like have been questioning kind of what their role is in all of this and whether or not they did the right thing and whether or not there was another choice and whether that other choice would have gotten them killed and all of these other sorts of questions. Shala like reaches over and squeezes Mar's hand um, and they sort of like somewhat awkwardly look at Reagan and Finn who are still <laughs> sitting here at the <laughs> breakfast table. Nurgle like flaps down and like starts pecking at one of the meat muffins. Um, you hear the bidet flushing away <laughs> down below. <laughs> What's he doing down there? He's never used that before. Oh my god, he's finally going. Over and over and over <laughs> again. <laughs> No, no, this is good. He hasn't gone the entire time we've known him. He's using it to mask himself crying angrily into the mirror. <laughs> Malachi's taking selfies downstairs in the cloth of his mascara running. <laughs> <laughs> Tweeting, I hate this family. Um. Uh, so... Uh, you see the game last night? <laughs> Hey, uh, listen, Shala, Mar, yes. can I call you that? I don't know what else I would call yeah. you. I don't even know if your last name is Kasir. Uh, oh, it's Neiman, doi. Yeah. Anyways, uh, as as someone else who, who really only very recently had the scales fall from his eyes <laughs> vis-a-vis the fact that uh, our empire might be a bit more on the evil side, I get it. That's empires. Finn's not quite there yet. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. But also, like, Malachi's right. It's fucked up. Uh, <laughs> you see Shala kind of, like, shakes her head a little bit um, and, like, rubs her face. And she's like, yeah, yeah. I, well, again, I have to assume we're heading to some sort of revolutionary or opposing base of some sort so i guess taking action is going to be an an option of some sort at this point um yeah and tell me i want to know if we are taking action whose whose side are you on because you're gonna have to choose sooner or later yeah they exchange a glance um and just want to get that out on the table sooner as soon as we can yeah. Mar sort of, like, stands up from the table um, and is like, I'm going to take a walk around the ship. Carol, don't walk off the edge! <laughs> Thank you. Um, appreciate it. It's like when you see a guy, like the old men who walk around the high school tracks early in the morning, and it's just like, yeah. you can see them the entire time. <laughs> um, yeah, there's really nowhere to kind of go for people to get away from each other on the ship, but an attempt is made. Um a little bit of time kind of passes. Malachi comes up with a second round of muffins that he, he presents to Finn and Raven. <laughs> oh, nice. These aren't, these aren't meat ones, are they? No, they're vegan. <laughs> All right, nice. Um, as Malachi's bringing up this second tray of muffins, and Finn, as you're picking up another one of these vegan muffins, um, you hear some of the uh, fish nearby as you've kind of got them on surveillance mode for anything suspicious happening um so about the fish kind of go like hey hi hey what's up guys hey there's a ship coming just wanted to let you know 
Ooh, which direction? Uh, that way. Oh, okay. <laughs> I look that way. <laughs> um, you look where they've indicated, which is kind of like vaguely southwest, and you don't see anything. Really? <gasps> How far away is it? I don't see anything. Oh, it's like getting pretty close. You can make me a perception check. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I pull out my communication cloth right now and I call my sister. Or I guess, oh, yes. I don't know why I'd be unhappy about this. This is great. <laughs> Malachi, I think uh, you know who might be in the vicinity. Huh? As you kind of go to do that, um, you see... I could be referring to so many different people. <laughs> <laughs> you see, uh, Finn, you catch sight of the kind of like telltale slight ripples in the water. Um, and a few seconds later, uh, kind of appearing pretty close to you guys. Does she answer my call? Um, no, she doesn't answer your call, uh, but appearing next to you guys. Oh my God, someone else has the technology. Is the lost crystal um, kind of springs out of hey! its invisibility and kind of like appears right next to you guys. Um, you see- Reagan, this family reunion just got a little bigger, huh? Oh, oh God. Malachi. Head in hands. <laughs> yeah. The crew kind of scattered across. Uh, Shaw and Mar kind of like come back over and Mar's like, hi, I think that's a pirate ship. Yeah. Um, what do you got against pirates? What? Put anything valuable you have away right now. Okay. Yes. Going to do that. And what about what do you have against monsters of the deep? We should talk about that later. Go downstairs and hide your things. Okay. Good idea. Um, they sort of like <laughs> both go downstairs. Finn lock the door behind them. <laughs> Okay, I do. <laughs> they can unlock it from the inside if they so choose. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Um, over from the Lost Crystal, uh, you guys see Nira kind of standing at the rail. Um, she's got her hat on. She's got her long coat. And she kind of like calls out to you guys. Hey, Malachi. Malachi furiously scrubs away the mascara that had ran under his eyes. <laughs> Malachi. Oh, shit, I didn't make enough muffins. Uh... Malachi, there's like 50 muffins on the table right now. Yes. Hey, I, man, I am really glad I caught up with you guys. I need to talk to you. Really? I need to talk to all three of you. Uh, how far away is that ship? Like 150 feet. Okay, so yeah, I can't, can't zone a truth, Nera. <laughs> <laughs> or, or detect any magics. That makes sense that a ship couldn't be that close to me. Yeah. <laughs> Nera's like... Can you guys come over here so we can... Um, is everything okay? <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I'm... Uh, let's just say I'm glad I caught you guys before you went back to HQ. Oh, shit. Let me see Vance. I want to know he's all right. <laughs> uh, Vance kind of, like, waves from next to Nira. Uh, gives you a little salute. Oh, hey. Um. All right, we're good, guys. I don't want us to leave them on our ship alone. Can you come here? I mean, I can, but I I need to show you something that I have here that I can't really move and that I don't really want to shout more about across the ocean. Yeah. If we're worried about leaving them alone, I could uh, have a friend stand guard. <laughs> oh, that too. I also had a different, more imposing friend in mind. No offense, Nurgle. The tentacle? No, I can summon aberrations. Oh, oh. shit. We could, we could just parallel park the ships and fasten them and lay down a... Lay down a bridge, and sure. that way we can both come and go as we please. Fuck, should we, we shouldn't bring them. No. They, uh, d this no. seems to be a matter of... Don't cross the stream. Yeah. Information. I, why don't... I'll send a boat over to you guys, and then while the men are working on tying the ships together, we can talk. Okay. Okay. 
I give a thumbs up. <laughs> Vance hops in a rowboat and rows it across to you guys the kind of like very short distance. Just like old times. Hey, Vance, long time no see. Hey, long time no see. Glad you guys are well. That's not true. We saw you smashed out of your mind when we called okay. near at the bar. I offer him a sugar cube. He like takes it very suspiciously. <laughs> Is this, this one magic? Nope. Oh. He like pops it in his mouth. As he pops it in his mouth, I cast Minor Illusion to make it glow and look magic. Why? 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 <laughs> <laughs> I missed you. Okay. I don't know if I can say the same. Um, oh. Finn is, Finn is deeply hurt. Wow. Um, he rows you guys across to uh, Nira's ship. Um, and you sort of like... Ah, uh, before that happens. Yes. As we are departing, I'm going to cast Summon Aberration. Okay. Uh, just don't freak him out. Make it a friendly looking aberration. Taylor, I gotta tell you, I don't think there's such a thing. Finn, we sail with you every day. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I'm going to summon a slod, uh, which from a quick Google image search appears to be sort of like a monstrous frog man. Yeah. What did you just uh, call me? <laughs> And I say, all right, listen, I talked to him. And I'm like, all right, listen, you're on guard duty. Uh, I'm pretty sure everyone around here is an ally, so don't, like, kill anyone. Uh, but, yeah. Oh, also, everybody else, this is... <laughs> say hello. <laughs> Malachi coughs. Okay. It nods at you as if this was, like, a respectful greeting. <laughs> so, uh, there's two people downstairs. Uh, just... Tell them, uh, keep them on the ship. And I want to hang a sign around his neck uh, that says, I work for Finn. It's okay. Great. Cool. Great. And I say, Nurgle, I need you to keep an eye on. I don't really know his deal that well yet. Nurgle gives you a seagull thumbs up um, and kind of like perches right next to whatever that noise you keep making is. It's very rude not to call him by name, Hannah. <laughs> You're right. That's on me. Um, you guys get in the boat with Vance and you kind of row across to Nira's ship. A ladder is lowered down for you guys and you sort of are helped up by the members of the crew. As Nira kind of like reaches down to take your hand, Malachi, you see a like concern in her eyes and a sort of like Go ahead and make an insight check for me, actually. Yeah, I was gonna ask. 14? Okay, you see concern and at the kind of like, just as she's pulling you up, you see just a twinge of guilt. I detect magic. Reagan and Finn are already on the ship. You go to detect magic. As soon as your boots kind of hit the deck, everybody else like very quickly pulls back. Um, you guys catch sight of on the inscribed onto the surface of the deck you see these arcane runes as you guys stand there they sort of flash brightly for a second and immediately all three of you are filled with this sense of emptiness this kind of feeling of something missing uh, it takes you a few seconds to identify what's missing malachi it's something that you've had for months finn's had it for years reagan Fuck you've me. never been without this oh, as no. you guys feel that you cannot in this moment access 
your magic. In the same second, you realize that in the spot where the runes are, there is an invisible wall, like a force field of some sort, um, basically boxing you guys in to this 10 by 10 square, kind of right here in the middle of the deck, um, where you cannot access your magic, and there are these invisible walls on either side of you. Did I get to detect magic before I stepped into it? I will say yes. That can kind of be like as you sort of, the second you realized something was wrong, as you started to step into it, you cast Detect Magic. You detected the runes as their effects kind of came into effect. Mm. I actually don't think, you you caught that like Nira's arm is like artificer magic, her prosthetic arm. Um, I actually don't think you would have caught anything else within that kind of 30 foot radius of Detect Magic. Um, And then the spell is shut off by this anti-magic field snapping into place around you guys. Nira sort of- I rage. Okay. You go into a rage immediately. Um, Nira like backs up kind of like a very sort of like somber, closed off expression on her face. Um, And the door to the captain's cabin swings open. You guys see stepping out is a figure that only one of you have met in person before. Um, He's wearing a long coat. There's a clipboard in his hands. He has these little glasses kind of at the end of his nose. He steps out and he says, Ah, so we meet face to face at last. I've heard quite a bit about you three. Well, delightful day we're having. Ah, subject 389. I whisper to Finn, you locked them in, right? Yeah. Subject 389, our time together was shorter than I'd have liked it to be. I'm glad to know I'll get the chance to finish my work. You won't. Hmm. Is he standing in this cube with us? I assume not. He's standing outside the cube. And we can't move outside it at all, right? No, you guys kind of like, as you move to the ends of it and kind of like press, it's like there's a wall there. I look at Vance and I'm like, great prank, bud, but I think we're done. It's run its course. Vance kind of like gives you this sort of sheepish grin um, and kind of like shakes his head a little. Ah, that's classic Vance. Redfall's gaze shifts to you, Finn. Um, and he's like, and then Finn Fisher, you know, you're particular arcane specialties are not really aligned with my academic interests, which was why my original deal with the High Priestess, she was going to take custody of you, but you know, when fate allowed me to uh, get a second chance at what was missed the first time, some of the things I've heard about your capabilities... Why does this sound so romantic? (laughs) Some of the... He's just a boy! (laughs) Some of the things that I've heard about your capabilities I believe align with some of my other interests, some side projects I've been working on. I uh, am very interested to see what information we might be able to share with each other. Is she here? Hmm? Is who here? The High Priestess? Oh no, she uh... The High Priestess's gamble when we... when our original plan went awry involved um threats and you know a staged execution and etc 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 as opposed to whatever this is exactly uh malachi kasir you're the uh another one who's 
magical talents are not something I would typically be interested in, but with some of the things that I've heard, I've heard you're displaying some abilities that haven't been seen in a very, very long time, and I... That interests me. You've never seen an axe before? Not that ability. <laughs> it's at this point, after Retfall says this, that you you see Nira, who had kind of like withdrawn a little bit and had her arms crossed across her chest, suddenly steps forward and she goes, whoa, whoa, hang on. Retfall, that wasn't part of our deal. And Retfall kind of like gives her a sideways glance, but mostly ignores her. And she goes, hey, the deal was me, my crew, my brother walk out of here. That was the deal we made. You sold them out? Wow! <laughs> Yikes! Wow! Bad luck, Nira. Wow! <laughs> Honestly, you know what? I'm not even fucking surprised. This is. I am. Do you know what? This is just the way it fucking is. <laughs> Welcome to my goddamn life, Finn. God, this is Kathoth all over again. <laughs> Redfall holds up a hand to Nira and is like, "I'm afraid I've come into new. I've come into new information, Captain Kassir. I'm afraid I'm having to alter the terms of the deal." That's not how deals work. <laughs> I have altered the deal. Pray I do not alter it further. <laughs> um, Nira looks at you guys and looks at Malachi in particular, and then she kind of looks back at Retval and shakes her head, and she's like, no, this, this is still my ship. You will honor the terms of our agreement, or I'll make a different agreement. Um, and Retval sort of just smirks. Is he just there by himself? From the looks of it, it appears. Um, you see Nira draw her sword and kind of hold it up to him. And she's like, this is still my ship. This is a compromise that I won't make. Men, get ready for battle. Don't bother, gorgeous. And nobody else. It's like playing chess um, with I'm, a pigeon. Like, if, if, if she helps to get him incapacitated. It's not gonna work. She's holding her sword up to him. I draw my spear. And she's looking around, kind of ready for her men to react and none of her crew moves. She sort of- Vance! She like- At two Vance! She looks around and she's like, Salt and pepper? Get ready for battle, men! And there's no reaction. Vance kind of steps forward and sort of shrugs. And he's like, Sorry, uh, Captain, we uh, can't really pass up a score like this one. And Nira's like, this is my crew. This is my ship. I don't care how much gold he offered you. What did he offer? And Vance goes, I, listen, none of us ever wanted to be involved in empires or wars or whatever kind of bullshit. That was why we signed up with you. And now we're getting dragged right back into it. And Nira goes, this is mutiny. This is mutiny. And Vance just kind of shrugs. And he's like, sometimes mutiny's good business, Captain. Whatever he offered, I'm sure we can get more. I really doubt that. Pretty strongly, I doubt that. What did he offer? The sea holds treasures undreamt of in its depths. <laughs> uh, Redfall holds up a hand, and you see two of Nira's own crew members kind of, like, grab her and disarm her. And she is sort of like, you hear her just, like, as soon as her sword is out of her hand, she's like, you fucking bastards, you traitorous, mutinous, Absolutely all of you just kind of like this tirade that gets widely ignored. You see some of her crew are definitely kind of like looking back and forth as if they're not 100% sure about this, but no one reaches for weapons. No one puts up any resistance. Uh, Redfall turns to the three of you and is like, so 
why don't we continue this conversation somewhere a little more, uh, a little less chaotic. Um, he holds out his hands and kind of collapses them in. Yes, Andy? My telepathy is not a spell. Can I still use it while I'm in this anti-magic field? Yeah, you can. <laughs> okay, so while this has been going on, uh-huh. I've messaged Nurgle and described the situation to him. And I've also messaged <laughs> and told him to prepare to board this ship. Okay. You kind of get the sense that that happened over on the deck. As you kind of like look over, um, yeah, I think as you look over, you see that um, Shala and Mar have come out on deck and are sort of like watching mm. And you can see that they're sort of like, there's a conversation kind of going on between the two of them. You, you're too far to like make out exactly what's happening, but they're clearly both. He's not facing that way, right? He's looking at us. He's looking at you. The, the two of them are kind of going back and forth. Um, that's kind of what you see, Malachi, as you look over there as Retval kind of brings his hands up and then like brings them together in a sort of collapsing motion. And as he does that, you guys feel the box around you like collapse into you. It's like the invisible walls are falling into you. Like all of the anti-magic is just sort of like going into your bodies. Um, you all feel this like heavy weighted exhaustion on you. As, as this happens, I, I telepath to, and I tell him that his primary directive is to free Nira. Okay. You feel this, this heavy kind of weightiness settling over you. And you, Malachi and Reagan, you guys both feel your vision going dark as this kind of collapses into you. Um, both of the two of you are knocked unconscious. Thank God, honestly. However, Finn, this is still magic putting you to sleep. And you are a half-elf. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so you... As this sort of collapses around you, you feel this heavy exhaustion around you, um, (laughs) but you do not fall asleep. You see Redfall kind of roll his eyes and go, elves, and he points to you and starts to cast a spell. However- Was that supposed to do something? You can go ahead and right now I need you to roll initiative. Um, Redfall's gonna cast a spell on you, but you might be able to do something first. Uh, 13. Okay. My God. Oh no. I'm so sorry. He got a 14. I no! I thought he had a plus oh one to dexterity, God. but I'm looking at it and it's a plus Can two. I? I, I really thought that was going to be a tie. Um, so he acts first. Should have lied. You see, <laughs> and he is kind of like, as he goes to cast a spell on you, you also see him glance over at this. The slod launches himself over the rail of the ship and starts swimming toward this yeah. one. Um, you uh, see... Red ball go to cast a spell on you. Um, please go ahead and give me a constitution saving throw. Uh, and just to clarify, this is a spell that is working even though I'm inside an anti-magic field? The anti-magic has gone down. It's like as it knocked as it knocked oh. you out, the anti-magic disappeared. So it is no longer an anti-magic field. Okay. Dirty 20. Nice. Yes. Okay. 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 Um, one moment. The, um, the one moment is that this is too much damage for me to roll with real dice. Jesus. So true. Whoa! Anna. <laughs> okay, Finn. You take 28 points of necrotic damage um, and are still conscious. 
Fuck, you sure is. So that means that it is your turn. <laughs> Malachi and Reagan are unconscious next to you. The slot has jumped into the water and is swimming, but he does not have a swim speed. So he is he is swimming, but it's like he's it's gonna take him a little bit to get there. He's no Michael Phelps. Okay. Uh here's a qu well, two questions. One, how far away is Nira from me? Uh Nira is okay, so the ship is not that big. I'm gonna say she's but she had to be outside of the anti-magic cube. I'm gonna say she's fifteen feet from you. You could grab Reagan. I mean, I could grab I, I could grab any of you. Don't grab Reagan. We're all right next to each other. Please grab Reagan. Here Ra is a, hey, before you strategize any further, Dimension Door unfortunately requires a willing creature and unconscious creatures by D&D uh. definition cannot be willing. Oh. I'm so sorry. Oh, you're kidding me. You're stuck without either of them. Okay. Uh, second question. Would I know from past conversation or just looking at her now, how would Nira handle being underwater? She definitely can't breathe underwater. Oh my god, you should have taken you should have taken the cloak that Shiloh offered. Ah! She'd be able to hold her breath for the amount of time that her whatever her constitution score allows. And are there any of Nira well not Nira's crew anymore, any of these no good goddamn <laughs> despicable pirates on Matt Black? No. In fact, you kind of see that um Nira had said, like, while my men tie our ships together, no one moved to do that. So, like, Matt Black is still free and 150 feet away. And I think you actually, Finn, I will let you see that basically, like, Shala and Mar, it looks like they kind of had an argument. And uh, Mar is going to the wheel as if to turn the ship. You don't know where she's going to turn it, but she's driving the ship somewhere. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> and could I get to Nira? Like, is the way clear for me to just run to her? Basically, yeah. Um, she's There's, like, pirates in the way, but you could, like, push past them and get to her. Man, I really was counting. I really, in my head, the slot was going to be, like, super good at swimming. It was going to, like, jump out of the water like a <laughs> torpedo. <laughs> Next time, the flying aberration. <laughs> <sighs> okay. So, here's what I want to do. Uh-huh. First, I want to shoot one last forlorn look at Vance. <laughs> and I don't even say anything, but I mouth, I trusted you. <laughs> and a single tear falls from my eye. Uh-huh. And then, I just sprint forward out of the magic circle. I grab Nira. And I say, change of plans, you're dealing with me now. <laughs> and I cast Dimension Door and teleport us both back to Matt Black. Okay. I stop. I'm going to stop you right and there. I'm so sorry. No. Redfall counter spells. <laughs> oh, fuck this guy. He's a wizard. He's a wizard. <laughs> I just look really like pissed off. I'm like, really, man? Like, come on. I, lo I look at him like he just stole a parking spot from me. He, he like, holds out his hands. Um, you still have a bonus action if you'd like it. Okay, so if I wanted to jump into the water and take Nira with me, mm -hmm. what is the situation vis-a-vis -vis her being held by people? She that? would, I don't think you can do that. I think she would need to do that on her own turn. Mm. Which she might, she'd have to escape. She's basically being grappled by two people. But I will say for running to the side of the ship and jumping off, now you're taking opportunity attacks. Ooh, oh, I figured we were near the side of the ship already. It's a small ship, so you're kind of near to it, but like 
in the jumping off, now you're leaving people's threatened area. I mean, like, realistically, Hannah, Finn examining the situation, does he think he can make it to the edge of the ship without getting murdered? You have mage armor up. You have you? you have mage armor up. It came back after the anti-magic field went away. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> so true. Fuck. Yeah, no, you don't have mage armor up. Uh. You guys got to learn to stop saying things. <laughs> um, just, just don't bring things up and you'll be fine. <laughs> I think you're sitting on what? 14 hit points? 15. 15. Um, if all of these pirates choose to attempt to stab you, which you're not 100% sure on, although they all look pretty committed... It's, it's a maybe. It depends how bad I roll. I'm going to say that there are six people who realistically would get opportunity attacks on you. I mean, yeah, I might as well risk it because what the hell else am I going to do? Okay. All right. So that happens. Uh, I look at Nier and I'm like, oh, sorry. Uh, and then I turn <laughs> and then I turn towards the side of the ship and I shout to the sailors that are in between me and it. Hey, you're all sailors. You live on the seas. You know what's up. And you know, yeah, you know there's someone down there. There's someone down there who you want to piss off. I bet even less than this guy over here. All right? So why don't I be on my way? Uh, and I just sprint. And as I sprint, I use my bonus action to summon my tentacle just sort of in the middle of things. And I want to run and jump off the side of the ship. Okay. Andy, go ahead and make me a intimidation check first and foremost. With advantage for that stirring performance. Not with advantage. Okay. <laughs> stirring performance and situation cancel out to a flat roll. Mm. 13. 13, oh. okay. I'm going to say 13 is still good enough for the most the most superstitious of these pirates kind of backs off and like My people. doesn't want to attack you. Um, the other five are going to go ahead and take their opportunity attacks. So... Also, I messaged Nurgle, and I'm like, ah, help! <laughs> okay. That is a a six, a nine, a 13? Does a 13 hit? No. Okay. Wow. Unfortunately, then, there is also a 22 and a crit. So, oh. So, let me roll. Okay. Um, that's only three damage from the one that's not a crit. All right. And then the crit does 10 damage total. <gasps> Are you having it with your tentacle? I'm going to have it, yeah. Okay. So I only take five? You only take five. You jump off the ship on your 25th square of movement. So you hit the water. I'm going to say you can get, if you want to just start plunging, you can get five feet underwater. Yeah, I plunge down. Okay. This is my this is my space. This is where I feel good. Can he like plunge around the curve of the ship? So he's going like under that way. Ooh, yeah, can I go underneath? Sure. Nice. You dive underneath. Finn successfully keelhauls himself and is killed instantly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nira's gonna try to break out of the crew, the people holding her. I also, I want, I want Nurgle to help her try to break out. Okay. Nira's strength is not that good, but let's see. Okay. Um, she actually, she rolled decently, but the two people holding her, her one of them. Her damn crew. Her old damn crew um, rolled better. And you see her, she kind of is, I mean, frankly, none of you are on the deck to see this at this point, but she is <laughs> not, uh, she's just kind of struggling and is not able Nurgle to Nurgle can break see free. it. I'm getting a sit yeah. rep from Nurgle. Nurgle can see it. Okay. He's pecking his little heart out. <laughs> okay. Finn, you jump into the water and you swim 
under the ship. Um, you are underwater. You have kind of no idea. You can't really... You can you can see and hear underwater better than the average person, um, but you can't um, really tell what's going on above the surface. Um, you do hear... Uh, a couple of other splashes into the water around you as uh, other pirates kind of jump into the water. However, it comes around to your turn again and you are still here with six hit points or whatever you've got left underwater. Seven, thank you very much. (laughs) Seven hit points. You still have the potion that you had last time? No, because I fed my potion to you. Fuck. Malachi would have given you his upon waking if he knew you didn't have it, but... Uh, well, first thing, uh, I'm gonna do is send out a telepathic call to all marine life in this area, uh, uh, and just sort of call them, it's, this is a, to me, my (laughs) X-Men moment, I need every bit of help I can get, anyone who can swim, swim towards me and defend me, attack this ship, they are the enemy and we hate them. Okay! (laughs) What kind of, can I tell what kind of response I'm getting? Um, you're getting fish are swimming toward you. Um, the ones that are closer to the surface are just kind of like little fish, but I think you can tell that kind of like as you're, especially, I don't know what you're going to do, but if you keep swimming, more bigger fish are kind of answering you too. And looking around, can I see the guys who have jumped into the water? Yeah, you can kind of see they're just sort of like blurry, like shapes in the water. Vance has not jumped in himself. Man. You see various members of Nira's crew. Oh, thank God. I couldn't handle the turmoil <laughs> of that confrontation. You know that they're not going to be good with melee attacks underwater, but they just need to hit you, like, once or twice. Mm. And they're swimming toward you, but no one has, like, engaged with you yet because they couldn't, because Finn's got such a fast speed and went under the ship. And how do you how do you feel about Taylor saying that Malachi would have given me his health potion after I gave him mine? Yeah, I support that. Okay, and I know I ask this all the time, but can I hear the text of voice of the lurker again? Uh... The lurker speaks through the priest with a thunderous voice audible to 300 feet. Creatures who can hear the words spoken in Abyssal Infernal Primordial must succeed on a DC 14 charisma saving throw or be frightened for one minute. A frightened target can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turns, ending the effect on a success. I would let you do it underwater. It makes sense that you can do it underwater. Okay. Yeah, so this isn't going to, like, scare away my fish friends, is it? No. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I look around at these pirates, and 300 feet, that carries up to the deck of the ship, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I just, I look around these pirates, my eyes glow black, and I just shout, Listen! You are dealing with things that do not concern you! <laughs> and I use voice of the lurker, and I send the fear of the depths into oh, all of these goddamn pirate scoundrels. Wow. Cool. And then do you keep swimming? And then I swim down. Okay. Um, yeah. what's your swim speed? 40. They can't even catch you on a dash. I mean, like, they, Whoa. like, I oh, guess, I guess swimming. they can catch you on a dash, but basically there's no need to do the song and dance because they will essentially, they can catch up to you. You can action disengage and then swim <laughs> and they're, they're not going to be able to catch you and attack you, especially because only one of them, only one of the ones who was in the water with you succeeded on that fear save. Um, oh, nice. The rest of them are just kind of like swimming back out of the way. Also, bonus action, I'm going to drink the potion. 
bonus action, you drink the potion, so it would they'd need to hit you a few times. Um, you kind of like... Which I do specifically by, as I'm swimming down, I just hold it in front of my face and uncork the bottle and open my <laughs> mouth. So it just flows into me as I'm moving. Like a whale. <laughs> ah, he's a filter feeder. Finn, you swim down into the depths alone as a group of fish swarm the pirates above. Um... I think that has to be where we end our session. Oh, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it for you. Uh, Reagan and Malachi wake up and uh, they see a guy who says, hey, you're, you're finally awake. You got <laughs> caught in that Imperial. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happens. But for now, I think that is where we will go ahead and end our session. Ooh, happy new year, everybody. <laughs> wow. Oh, my oh. God. Finn swims away. Jesus Christ. <laughs> also, hey, Hannah, let me let me be clear here. The cold of the depths does not bother me. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I'm, I'm very comfortable yeah. temperature-wise right now. <laughs> it's really important that we're all clear thank that Finn is God. so fine <laughs> with his seven hit points. I guess you took a potion, so. More. Wow, look at you. I want to roll right now to see what health I get yeah. back. Yeah, it might end up mattering, so do do that. 12. Cool. So total of whatever that puts you at a total of. 19. Oh boy. Okay. Thank you all so much for joining us for episode 38. Um, yeah, as usual, <laughs> um, we have some people that we need to thank. Um, actually, well, first, if you enjoyed that, which I hope you did, um, you can find us elsewhere on the internet. You can find us at Ship of Fools Cast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. And you can find us on shipoffools.com. Wow. Good God. <laughs> You can find us at our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash shipoffools. You can't find us at shipoffools.com, but I wish you could. Hold on. Um, let me check. Who owns the domain <laughs> shipoffools.com? Maybe we should snap that up. Maybe we should. But for now, you can find us at patreon.com slash shipoffools. Join us on Patreon to support us in our shipoffools.com goals. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, the answer to that question is Ship of Fools, the magazine of Christian unrest. <laughs> We gotta replace them. Please become our patrons. I'm sure. I'm not sure what their deal is. I'm trying. I'm doing some research yeah, right are now. They, uh, are they Christians. unresting against Christianity, or are they Christians who no, are? I, I wouldn't bet on it. <laughs> yeah. God damn! Their store section is called Shop of Fools, wow. which sucks because that's a great that's name, good. and now we can't use that. That is a great name. Yeah, They're Christians. Can. What are they gonna do about it? <laughs> a lot of things. What? <laughs> As Admit usual. they listen to the Devil's Podcast. As usual, we have some people we need to thank. And thank you very much to Theo Golden for our beautiful logo art. You can find him at T Golden Art on Instagram. Thank you also to Lucas Mangold for our beautiful theme music and also some special bonus music this episode. Um, so for all of your music needs for when you're sailing the seven seas or being betrayed, um, you can make your way to <laughs> LucasCarlMusic at gmail.com. That's Carl with a K. Oh, I was trying to go for mine, or I didn't get there because mm. betrayal. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I got yeah, it's sort I of a mournful Carl with a K. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and then we will be back to resolve whatever the hell comes next. Um, <laughs> on January eighteenth. The Kraken is what comes next. Wow.
Um, and until then, we will see you on the open seas. Bye-bye. 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 Hannah, I'm having trouble picturing what a cat is. Could you please get yours to show me uh, so that I can look at what yeah. a cat is? Unfortunately, um, he's a bad boy and is not allowed in the room when I'm recording. Um, <gasps> but I'm sure. Damn it. <laughs> I'll show you after. So just hold it in your head till then. Prowl is Sam's opposite. Wow. Um. <laughs> Elaborate on that for the listeners who do not know Sam. Not a bad boy. <laughs> Wow. Uh. That's not true, everyone. Prowl would be so well behaved if he was in the room where there was recording equipment. Sam is an angel. Tweet at Ship of Fools with pictures of your cat so that I can see them and know what they look like. (laughs)